श्रवनम डायरीज पॉडकास्ट रीडिंग भागवत गीता एज इट इज द बुक बाय हिज डिवाइन ग्रेस अभाई चरणारविंद भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी प्रभुपादा चैप्टर फाइव कर्मा योगा एक्शन इन कृष्ण कॉन्शियसनेस टेक्स्ट सिक्स संन्यासास्तु महाबाहो दुखम अपतुम अयोगता योगयुक्तो मुनिर्ब्रह्म नाचिरेनाधिगच्छति merely renouncing all activities yet not engaging in the devotional service of the lord cannot make one happy but a thoughtful person engaged in devotional service can achieve the supreme without delay hmm. without delay purport <coughs> There are two classes of sannyasis or persons in the renounced order of life. The Mayavadi sannyasis are engaged in the study of Sankhya philosophy, whereas the Vaishnava sannyasis are engaged in the study of Bhagavatam philosophy, which affords the proper commentary on the Vedanta sutras. Hmm. Bhagavatam philosophy. The Mayavadi sannyasis also study the Vedanta sutras but use their own commentary called Shariraka Bhashya written by Shankaracharya. The students of the Bhagavata school are engaged in the devotional service of the Lord according to Pancharatriki regulations and therefore the Vaishnava Sanyasis have multiple engagements in the transcendental service of the Lord. The Vaishnava sanyasis have nothing to do with material activities and yet they perform various activities in their devotional service to the Lord. But the Mayavadi sanyasis engaged in the studies of Sankhya and Vedanta and speculation cannot relish the transcendental service of the lord because their studies have uh, become very tedious they sometimes become tired of brahman speculation and thus they take shelter of the bhagavatam without proper understanding consequently their study of the shrimad bhagavatam becomes troublesome dry speculations and impersonal interpretations by artificial means are all useless for the mayavadi sanyasis the vaishnava sanyasis who are engaged in devotional service are happy in the discharge of their transcendental duties <laughs> transcendental duties and they have the guarantee of ultimate entrance into the kingdom of god the mayavadi sanyasis sometimes fall down from the path of self-realization and again enter into material activities of a philanthropic and altruistic nature which are 
nothing but material engagements. Therefore, the conclusion is that those who are engaged in Krishna conscious activities are better situated than the sannyasis engaged in simple speculation about what is Brahman and what is not Brahman. Although they too come to Krishna consciousness after many births. Hmm. Yoga, you, uh, text 7. Yoga yukto vishudhatma vidyatatma jitendriya sarva bhutatma bhutatma kurvanapi nalipyate. One who works in devotion, who is a pure soul, and who controls his mind and senses, is dear to everyone, and everyone is dear to him. Though always working, such a man is never entangled. Purport One who is on the path of liberation by Krishna consciousness is very dear to every living being and every living being is dear to him. This is due to his Krishna consciousness. Such a person cannot think of any living being as separate from Krishna, just as the leaves and branches of a tree are not separate from the tree. He knows very well that by pouring water on the root of the tree, the water will be distributed to all the leaves and branches. Or by supplying food to the stomach, the energy is automatically distributed throughout the body. Because one who works in Krishna consciousness is servant to all, he is very dear to everyone. He is a servant to all. Hmm because he is in Krishna consciousness. And because everyone is satisfied by his work, he is pure in consciousness. See, this is what makes a person really in Krishna consciousness. Um, It's described, we've read it in Nectar of Instruction, that there are different levels of devotees. There is Kanishtha, Madhyam, and Uttama. So it says that Kanishtha devotee, or beginner devotee or neophyte devotee he sees the lord in his temple in the temple there is god but in everybody's heart he doesn't see the lord and he mistreats people he hurts people he misbehaves with others be it devotees or non-devotees with everyone but here shall Prabhupada points out that one who works in devotion, I mean, Krishna, first of all, in the verse, he says, one who works in devotion, who's a pure soul. If you're actually a pure soul, you control your mind and senses, you're dear to everyone. And here Prabhupada says in the purport that such a person is a servant to all. He's very dear to everyone. Hmm. Everyone is satisfied by his work. Yeah. And because everyone is satisfied by his work, he is pure in Krishna. He is pure in consciousness. Okay, 
because he is in Krishna consciousness, he is pure in consciousness. Because he is pure in consciousness, his mind is completely controlled. And because his mind is controlled, his senses are also controlled. Because his mind is always fixed on Krishna, there's no chance of his being deviated from Krishna. Nor is there a chance that he will engage his senses in matters other than the service of the Lord. He does not like to hear anything except topics related to Krishna. He does not like to eat anything which is not offered to Krishna. He does not wish to go anywhere if Krishna is not involved. Because, therefore, therefore his senses are controlled. A man of controlled senses cannot be offensive to anyone. One may ask, why then was Arjuna offensive in battle to others? Wasn't he in Krishna consciousness? Arjuna was only superficially offensive because, as has already been explained in the second chapter, all the assembled persons on the battlefield would continue to live it individually as the soul cannot be slain. So spiritually, no one was killed on the battlefield of Kurukshetra. Only their dresses were changed by the order of Krishna, who was personally present. This is a very important element. Arjuna was a pure-hearted soul. Pure, he was in pure consciousness. Externally, it seemed that he was offensive, but he was not. Because... All the opposed army, the opposition on the battlefield, they were supposed to change their dresses by the order of Krishna. And one who fulfills the orders of Krishna is Krishna conscious. Okay, uh, Prabhupada says that Krishna was personally present. Therefore, Arjuna, while fighting on the battlefield of Kurukshetra, was not really fighting at all. He was simply carrying out the orders of Krishna in full Krishna consciousness. Such a person is never entangled in the reactions of work. Hmm. Okay, we shall continue tomorrow with more descriptions of who is a person with divine consciousness. Thank you so much for tuning in today. The book links, previous episodes, timeline, and biography of the author can be found on shravanamdiaries.com. The link is in the description, and we shall see you tomorrow. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna.